Welcome to the Used Guys in That Podcast, and once again, we're sorry that you missed out on the gay frog sex talk. <laughs> um, we, we've been talking about gay frogs, Alex Jones-style gay fr- uh, frog sex for at least 10 minutes now, but you guys missed out on that. We're going to put that shit behind a paywall at some point in time, so if you want to hear the hot <laughs> frog sex talk, you're going to have to pay for it. Um, We're going to make a 1-900 number Yeah, for you're going to pay for this frog sex. <laughs> but this time, the discussion about frog okay. sex is going to be free. Uh, I want to uh, give a quick shout-out before we get started uh, to our listeners that are uh, tuning in. France, Australia, Spain, the UK, Romania, Belgium, Brazil, Greece, Holland, Sweden, Finland, Canada, Poland, Germany, and Portugal. We appreciate it. We also want to shout out to our patron, who is Jason. Another shout out to Paul B. from B-Town, who listens regularly and has supported the show from the beginning. We appreciate you. And, of course, at JT Libertas, also known as Anarcho-Australian. So uh, we're back on the anti-government bandwagon. We took a break. We went into the woods. We got into some deep shit with some fucking uh, cannibalistic dwarves fighting the Native Americans. Big feats running around. That's, that's behind us for now. We're back on the bus. We hate the fucking government. And we're here to talk about uh, how about the new uh, the new VP nomination, Camilla the Pig Harris, is going to be running with Joe Shit Your Pants. He doesn't know where he is, Biden, in the hairy legs. Um, yeah, right. The uh, <laughs> hairy legs. God, that fucking video. It is so man. creepy. I, I hate that guy. I mean, I hate them all. Swim, 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 swimming in the pool, and, and it makes the, 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 the hair on my legs stand up, and, and the kids... They, they, they just love to rub my leg. Like, Joe, why are you letting fucking kids rub your legs? Oh. What the fuck is wrong with you, dude? Many <laughs> such cases. Many such cases. Uh, right. so, That's the best they could do. Hey. Yeah, it, it is. It really is. And then, of course, talking about roaches, like, in the same discussion. Like, I don't, and, I, and, I, and the kid's bouncing on his lap. I don't yeah, understand like I what just, the... I love the kids bouncing on oh, my lap. Oh, God. It's so embarrassing. It's just so yeah. embarrassing. Uh so here's the deal. Now I went ahead. Now you know as well as I do that Mr. Biden was part of that group that passed the last assault weapons ban that took place during the Clinton administration, which, by the way, led to a Republican landslide in both uh, the House and the Senate. I know at least in the House in 1994. So a year later, they swept out most of the Democrats and they had a majority in both houses. So they kind of gridlocked congress up which is great when they gridlock it because that means they can't fucking do anything which is wonderful for the rest of the regular people but uh they got a special uh part i guess a page on their joebiden.com slash gun safety not gun control gentlemen 
and lady, gun safety. So Mr. Biden wants you to know that almost 40,000 people die as a result of firearm injuries every year in the United States, and many more are wounded. Some of these deaths and injuries are a result of mass shootings that make national headlines. Others are the result of daily acts of gun violence or suicides that may not make national headlines but are just as devastating to the families and communities left behind. Like the suicides that get two gunshots in the back of the head, that counts? Uh, No, that's Mrs. Clinton's work. (laughs) That's Joe's, not Joe's work. Um, Sorry, sorry. Luigi Clintonelli. (laughs) Luigi, yeah, FedEx driver. (laughs) Italian hitman extraordinaire. (laughs) Uh, He puts on his resume here. (laughs) Somebody has to die. (laughs) With grandmama's gravy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so he took on the NRA twice, he said. 1993, he shepherded through, the, uh, through Congress the Brady Handgun Violence Prevention Act, which established the background check system that, quote, is unconstitutional, according to me, if we're going to play that game, and uh, has uh, since kept more than 3 million firearms out of dangerous hands. I would love to follow up and see uh, where he's getting these statistics, who's calculating them. But anyway, in 94, along with Senator Dianne Feinstein, the cunt and arch enemy of the people, secured the passage. Oh, I I despise that bitch. Ten-year bans on assault weapons and high-capacity magazines. As president, Brosif Biden will defeat the NRA again. Like, the NRA is the only fucking organization that gives a shit about guns. And most most people will tell you that they're the fucking milquetoast group. They, They actually collaborated with the government to write bills. Like, Gun Owners of America doesn't do that shit. You know, I, I just don't understand. They go right to the fucking NRA. Ooh, ooh, the NRA. Oh, so scary. Yeah, and they fucking suck, man. Like, I don't want their fucking magazine or their stupid made-in-China bag and their fucking dull knife that they give you. Come on. Come on, guy. Get it out of here. Um, let's see here. What else? He's going to hold gun manufacturers accountable which means that you can sue them in the event that their weapons were used to kill somebody that you're either related to or part of a class action or whatever the fuck it is. Um, let's hey, see wait, here. question. Go on. So if somebody like uh, commits vehicular manslaughter, can you blame the manufacturer of the car? Absolutely not. Okay, all right. No, I'm, I'm glad you asked that, and the answer is no, you can't. Uh, let's see here. He said the bans on assault weapons and high-capacity magazines that Biden, along with Senator Dianne the Cunt Feinstein, secured in 1994, reduced the lethality of mass shootings. Yeah, because it takes one more second to load another 10-round mag in, right? Like, I mean, if you have 50 <laughs> 10-round mags in, bro. What is this based on? What is it based on? Let's see. His source here is Newsweek, a periodical of great note oh, and yeah. very unbiased. Well, yeah, of course. Please, please. I totally. mean, this is jo- this is bro- the- Joe Biden is a Republican that hates guns. That's the only. That's all that all you're getting here. The Democrats <laughs> they fucking ran on defund the police, and they want a lefty in like Bernard. Like Bernard, I don't give a fuck what you think about the guy. I don't like him, but you know what? He's a lefty. He's a genuine fucking leftist. Okay, he really believes in that shit. Joe Biden's a Republican. He just hates guns. He's still going to bomb brown people in the Middle East. He's going to keep the war mm-hmm. machine going. And then he hired this cunt, Kamala Harris, who is a dirty fucking prop. Like, she is it, the, the, the fucking a prop. Yeah, she's a cop, man. Like, Do I'm you start- think he actually picked her, though? Oh, the party well, he did. He doesn't know where he is. He no. didn't do shit. No, no, no. Right. The party did. I was going to say, he, he's, he's a Republican that hates guns whenever he has a moment of clarity. Correct. 
correct. When he can remember when, you know, like what that smell is, is coming from his pants because he shit himself because he forgot, <laughs> you know, he lost all, you know, agency over his own body. Um, let's I, see I here. Feel like, I feel like with him and Kamala, like we could probably turn it into like a really shitty buddy cop like sitcom and call it Dementia and the Cop. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Fuck, you heard it here first. You got to make a meme, Chris. <laughs> Fuck, we're making t-shirts. What do you do? When he gets elected, well, we're making t-shirts, bitch. That's what we're doing. Mm. Somebody <laughs> Somebody made a campaign poster for them, and it's uh, 2020 Cop of Feel, and it's just like, oh, spectacular. That's, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. I, I saw somebody that made a meme, and they fucking photoshopped Joe Biden sniffing Kamala's hair, and it said, mmm, bacon. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant, brilliant, and it, uh, because it's true. Uh, <laughs> right. uh, let's Dementia see here. In the he wants to do. Uh, in, he wants to institute a program to buy back weapons of war currently on our streets. This will give individuals who now possess assault weapons or high-capacity magazines two options. He's going to give you two options. You have the illusion of choice: sell the weapons mm-hmm. to the government or yeah. register them under the National Firearms Boo. Act. I, well, you know there what? There is a third option. There is a third option, and I already did it. Use them in a boating accident. <laughs> it's a shame. I, every, I know it sounds cliche, but now you know why. Here we are. Because this motherfucker's going to win. So just get ready for it. I don't think any of this stuff is going to happen. They talk a big game. Like, Barack was smart about it. Barack didn't bring this shit up until after Sandy Hook happened, and then he went for the kill. But he didn't, comp- he didn't campaign on it. Why are you going to run on this? Like, you know this is a... Like, of course, where he's in the echo chambers, where he's hearing the feedback of, oh, no, 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 you got to go after guns, you got to go after, you have to do these things. Yeah, sure. That plays well in, you know, and no disrespect to our listeners in California, but you all know what the fuck is going on over there, okay? And nobody likes Everyone's your rules. Leaving. Yeah, even Joe Rogan packed his bags. Jose Rogan left, but whatever. Yeah. I just say, even Joe Rogan said, I'm going to go to Texas and eat elk meat there. <laughs> yeah. He's kind of lukewarm, though, isn't he? He has guests on, and, like, he changes his position based, like, you know, sometimes he has a gun control advocate on there, and he's wishy-washy, and then he had, like, Colin Noir on, who's a big gun activist, and he kind of was on his side, but at the same time, he, I don't know how to take him. I just, yeah, I just think he's just a liberal with a lowercase l, which is fine. I'm not being critical, but he definitely thinks having a president is a stupid fucking idea. Jeez, Joe, you're halfway there. You're almost there. Right? You're, you're almost there. there. I feel like... I almost feel like he just doesn't have a real firm stance one way or the other. So it's like anybody that's on can kind of sway him a little bit more each way. But it's like that or maybe they just have to keep the conversation going. I don't know. But I think that's a fair point. Yeah. Him on the presidency in general not making sense. Like, yeah, he's right on hit the nail right on the head. I was just thinking um, in, in reference to joe biden and him wanting to give us or say that he's going to give us two choices um doesn't that kind of backfire on his base now seeing as how most people that were leaning left went out and bought a shit ton of firearms because they were afraid with this coronavirus like i don't think that the democrats can really run on gun control anymore after this like but i'm not really sure what do you guys think I mean, they, can they run on defunding the police anymore or, like, any of that whoops. shit either? Whoops. Well, yeah, whoops. 
Whoops, we selected a cop for the VP. <laughs> Whoops. I'm back the blue bitch. This isn't what you wanted. Well, that's, what, that's what's funny, man. Like all the BLM money that got funneled into the Democratic Party, and they picked a cop. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Damn. I love it. I know it's terrible to laugh at it, but God is that sweet irony, man. Oh man, it's you know it's beautiful. I love it because this will continue sweet that uh, self uh, that self uh, political isolate or, um, or segregation amongst the population, like Michael Malice says. You know, like we're going to start dividing ideologically. You know, and this is a great part. Like this is a great example. Like they said, Joe Biden was open to defunding the police, and it's like okay, all right. And then you hired this bitch. Like you, even in your moments of clarity, like Chris says, even in the moments of clarity, you would look at your campaign staff and be like, "We're not going to bring her on here." Do you hear what I just fucking told all these people that we're gonna we're gonna talk about defunding the police? And then you hire the top cop in Comufornia. Why didn't he pick uh, Tulsi Gabbard? Gabbard, and you yeah, know Gabbard. why? Yeah, you know sorry. why? Because she doesn't like war. Yeah, that's that's yeah. that's the wrong answer. That's the wrong answer. But- not a war hawk. Nope. But she's not a police. It doesn't matter. You you know what matters? The war machine matters. He's going to do what the what this guy's doing at sixteen hundred. The guy before him. The guy before him. And the guy before him. You got to keep the bombs. Military rolling. industrial complex. You have to. I'm sorry. That's why Tulsi Gabbard does not win. That's why Ron I mean, Paul we... did not win. But she would I mean, just we... be the vice president. So like technically, it wouldn't matter what she thought about war until it became an issue. Where she could potentially become right. president, so maybe that's why. Yeah, I was just getting yeah. to say you got to remember if anything happens to sleepy old shit your pants dementia Joe, <laughs> you know, yeah. then the vice president becomes the president. So hey, yeah. what's the over under on how long that's going to take though before they're like, oh, he's too senile to actually be president? Ooh, and we're ooh. just gonna oh, good, All right. excellent. Hey, let's get a let's get the pool going. That's it. Yeah, let's. Start Thank you. All right, excellent. <laughs> well, hey, I any can't... chance to gamble? I can't get in on that pool because we have to wait for the election. No, we're going to okay. get in on it now, well, God damn it! But what happens if it make doesn't... Make it a conditional statement, like, if he wins. If he wins. There it is. See, states. there's your disclaimer. Okay. All yeah. right. Then it's a wash if he, if he loses. Yeah, because, listen, we understand that listen, you... Listen, I got a speeding ticket, so, like, you know, I need to, like, hedge my bets here, so... <laughs> oh, <laughs> Oh fuck! Do you guys yeah, want to hear a funny I story? I built a computer and I need to work on my car, so now I feel, I feel listen, it. Listen, listen to this, guys. Listen to this. So, Angel and I have known each other for a long time. No, long time. Yeah, we go way back. We go way back. Wait, really? Yeah. It. Listen to this. So, <laughs> like seven years ago, I, I I get a phone I get a phone call from her, and she goes, "You're not gonna fucking believe what happened to me." And I'm like, "What happened to you?" And she goes, "I got a speeding ticket." Do you know what kind of car she was driving at the time, boys? She was driving a fucking Chevy Aveo. She got it busted. <laughs> she, she got busted. Like I, I was sitting here thinking, Geo Metro, Geo Metro. It's Geo the same Metro. thing. It's the same fucking car. It's the, and right? it, she, what were you doing in '83 and in a '65 or no, some shit? No, no, I was on '71, and I was going 11 miles over, and I can't remember if it was in the '65 or '70. Anyways, I was going 11 over, but I was in the uh, the last line. In the line full of fucking cars, right? And I almost got away with it because, like, my car was small enough and it it was, like, silver. And I knew he was going to pull me over. So I immediately got over and I got in in between two semis. 
And, like, he almost lost me for a second. He had to slow down and then, like, get behind me and then pull me over. I was like, damn it, I almost made it. But, yeah, he's he's still got me. In, that was that was pretty funny. In a Chevy Aveo. Yeah. I mean, that is that is something. all three cylinders firing at full force. <laughs> <laughs> going 11 miles an hour over the speed. But then the same thing happened this time. I was going down the fucking hill, and there was a cop sitting at the bottom of the hill. And, like... It's right before it turns to 45 miles an hour. It's like in that in-between phase where it's between 35 and 45 yeah. on the street. Yeah. And it's a fucking speed trap. But I was the last one in a line of fucking cars, and he got me going uh, 52 on a 35. <laughs> yeah. 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 Damn. Yeah. But I was, I mean, I wasn't the only one speeding, and I was just following oh, no. fucking traffic, you know what I mean? Because that's what you do. Dude, it's just like the lions who eat the fucking, uh, the last gazelle that right, that's not part of the group. You're going down. I get it, but for fuck's sake, man, now I got to pay $128. Uh, Which yeah. isn't that bad in the think, in the grand scheme. Listen, we're speeding. I don't think I've ever had a ticket had. that didn't cost less than one hundred and eighty dollars, oh, no, and that no. pissed me off. No, of course <laughs> so, uh, this was like almost ten years ago. No, it probably was. It was probably like two thousand ten. All right. I got a reckless. I got a reckless op charge. I got clocked going ninety seven in a fifty five. Jesus Christ! <laughs> in a Chevy Malibu. Oh, Holy yeah. shit! Where were you going? <laughs> I was. It was late at. It was late at night. Chris had fucking diarrhea. That's diarrhea speed right there. That's get the <laughs> no, fuck was, out of my way. Was, it was two thirty in the morning. I had been hanging around a bunch of drunks, and thankfully I hadn't been drinking. And my chubby ass was hungry. My oh. chubby ass was hungry. I'm like, gotta get home. Gotta get something to eat. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's yeah. great. I don't. That, that was uh, almost five hundred dollars. Oh. oh. Yeah, it was yeah. almost five hundred dollars. It was an immediate six points on my license. God damn. Yeah. Oh, that's Isn't terrible. Still I actually... go up to again. Twelve, isn't it? Twelve. Yeah. Twelve. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you I got ha- plenty of. I, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I I had to go to court. And it was so funny because everybody that was in the court, like, I don't know what everybody else was there for, but the judge was just, like, you know, going through cases real quick. And whenever the judge, like, announced what I got, like, I heard everybody in the courtroom gasp when they were like, oh, oh my God. That's me every morning trying to get to work. <laughs> every morning, dude, like, I'm fucking pedal to the metal, man. Like, I'm going 80 and a fucking 50. Every day, like I'm sorry, that's what I do, you know. <laughs> yeah, I usually like in the morning. I usually speed pretty fast, but like I get up so fucking early for work that like I'm on the highway by like five thirty, and like I think uh, right around six o'clock is actually the state highway. Like I've I've got this figured out because I have to get right past the hornet. Nice. Yeah, I have to. I have nice to get right work, past dude. The hornet's, the hornet's nest every day. On my way to work. Right there. The I know what street you're on. Patrol, yep. yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, the state highway patrol fucking building is there. And, yeah, shift changes at, like, 6 o'clock. So most of the cops are, like, at the end of their shift. Most of them don't even want to fucking pull you over if you see one. This is a professional <laughs> This is a professional gentleman and lady. This is what it, that, hey, that's a pro. You know what? This is what I do. Like, I know all the hiding spots from all my years of driving. I know every single place the fucking cops hide. In my local area, the town that I grew up in, up through Canton, up on the highway, I know every single bridge they like to camp under. Like I, I have 
been doing my reconnaissance over the years. Uh, I know where these, Excellent. Yeah, I know where these fucking pricks hide. So I know if, if, if I'm trying to be cautious, I know where I need to slow down and where I can fucking floor it. So a reckless op charge and the government extorting five hundred dollars from you will do that. So yeah, yeah. I, that's why I don't I don't fucking speed because the way I look, I'm, I treat it like a game. Like I, you know, I'm like, I'm not giving you one more fucking nickel of my money, not one nickel. Like. I will go 32 and a 35, especially like, you know, like Chris says, you get familiar where you live. You know the spots. They, a lot of times it's when you're caught off guard. Like my biggest fucking thing is this is the goddamn seatbelt. Like I hate wearing the fucking seatbelt. I know Randy's a, a medic, so he's like, probably, Jay, you should probably wear your goddamn seatbelt. Yeah, I know. You will I, never catch me not wearing a fucking seatbelt. Those ejections are fucking shitty. See? See? Okay, fine. Fine, I always, Randall. I always wear a seatbelt. I just I, I always I always wear a seatbelt unless I'm a passenger in the back seat and then I never wear a seatbelt in the back seat. So <laughs> How often do you get catapulted out of the back seat, Randy? Oh, uh, I mean it depends on how you're hit, where like if it's head on, like if you're sitting in the middle of the back, like people go through the windshield a decent amount, but if it's like uh if you're if you're still head on but you're like behind one of the other seats, you're just going to bounce around a lot. But like there's people that get rolled over they get t-boned real hard and they have people in the back that weren't strapped in and they get shot out the side windows Oof. so it's like it all depends and it's like if it's rolling over and you didn't make it all the way out the window that's just like snapping you in half basically oh. as the car rolls over so like there's all kinds of shit that could go wrong i don't i don't want to be that i don't want that happening to me so <laughs> i wear seatbelts Okay. All right. Noted. I, I I'm trying to set the example because I have a 17 year old who just got his learner's permit, so it's like I have to remember when he's in the car. I'm like, fuck, don't touch the phone. <laughs> don't don't fuck around. You know, keep your hand. Like he he was telling me the other, I forget. I mean, I think it was him. They they switched it around from when we were kids. You had to keep your hands at three. Or I think it's three. Two ten and, and ten. two. Well, yeah. Ten and two. Ten and two. Ten and two. Ten and two. He said they moved them down. To like the, the the lower end of because of the airbag. Well, well now right yeah, now because of the arm. right now because of the Rona, the instructor doesn't even get in the car with you anymore. Is this the perfect time to oh, pass yeah, your driver's exam? Yeah, so this is the perfect time for young like they'll have the easiest time in the world. Uh, they 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 uh, tell you that a, a parent or guardian or somebody over eighteen, you know, that's a licensed driver gets in, you know whoever comes with you rides in the car with you and the instructor sets up like a course or whatever and you get in the instructor does not get in the car with you how so, interesting uh, all right this yeah, is so a time to strike be relatively easy these days excellent because um, they're not That's in the insane. car with you it is yeah. insane. i'm so yeah. glad i don't have to go through that shit now like oh man. oh it's a I, it's a fucking cluster these fuck. poor fucking kids I just fucking hate having to go to the BMB and fucking. Oh Christ, it's pay, terrible. Pay, pay for your fucking quote unquote privilege to fucking drive every year. Yeah. Like uh, here, here you go, State Department. Here's fifty some odd dollars for a new color sticker. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got the right color sticker on my car. I can drive, guys. <laughs> Watch me change lanes without a turn signal. Good luck, everybody. <laughs> dude, dude, you want to hear a great fucking story about colored license plates and uh, and color stickers and all that shit? Okay, so I lived in Mexico City from what 1986 to 87 because my father got transferred down there because he was part of the uh, international auditing department for a tire company in Akron, and uh, I went to a school for expatriates for a year because they didn't stick you like in the regular school because I would have been eaten alive, obviously, you know, being <laughs> six and not speaking the language, I would have been in a lot of trouble. So, uh. 
the, the, there's, there's 20 million people, 20 million human beings living in the federal district of Mexico City, okay? And they have such a pollution problem, obviously, because of all these people and all of the driving, that they would, they would tell people, okay, first of all, you weren't going to school on day X because the pollution index was so high. The air quality Holy was shit. so bad. Oh, yeah, we had days off of school because of air quality. Like, it was really bad. And then, in order to curb the usage of cars, this is, once again, the people will outsmart the government every single time, even to the detriment of the environment. So they said, okay, everybody with last names that go from this one to this one, you're going to get color-coded for one day a week. You're not allowed to drive that car. Like, this license that you have, the plate that's with your car, you're going to get, like, a Sunday's going to be red, and Monday's going to be blue, and so on and so on. Well, the people down in Mexico City, they were like, oh, that's cute. Well, we're just going to buy a shitty car and have it and have and have that car for the day that you tell us that we can't drive. <laughs> like, so they added more cars. Why wouldn't you just, like, change the plates or something or even the sticker? Like, that's just so, so much more money, I feel like. It's so much more money, but it was a statement to, like, go fuck yourself. And then they made it worse. The lengths they were willing to go to. Yeah, like... yeah the, the lengths they were willing to go to, because I believe it applied to motorcycles, too. You know, it was all motor vehicles. So people were like, go fuck yourself. We're going to get this cheap piece of shit fucking Hyundai, and we're going to put a different <laughs> color license plate on it, and now what are you going to do about it? A fucking, but, a fucking Geo Metro that's seven different colors. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm surprised they didn't swap plates because I'll be honest with you, and this isn't a critique. Like, here's the difference. Like, when we, live, like, when we lived in Mexico, like, I even watched the bribery happen in front of me. Like, my mother was driving, and they shook my mother down, and they actually gave my mother change because she bribed the cop with too much money. I'm not even kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah, he was like, no, you can have this money back. Um, it, we, <laughs> we cover up the corruption of our police. Like, down there, it's in your fucking face. It's like, hey, listen, if yeah. you fuck up, you can pay your way out of this. Here, they'll take your fucking money, and they'll throw you in jail on time and put more charges on you for bri for attempting to bribe, but they're still going to keep your money, right? Because yeah. they're going to get what they is just it? Throw it in the room full of drugs and they party with it. Later. Correct. It's uh, I, I think that's part of civil asset forfeiture. I'm not 100 percent if that's what bribe money goes to, but at least in Mexico it's wide fucking open. And this again, this is not a criticism of the country. Like I I, I appreciate the fact that you know what you're dealing with. That you know that the fucking police are corrupt. Right. You know that the government's bullshit, and you can pay your way if you have the money. You can pay your way out of stuff, up and uh, up into including some of the most heinous crimes, like you know, murder and shit like that. And the motherfuckers yeah. will give you change if they say you gave them too much. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's honesty, right? That's integrity, right, right there. That is right? integrity. Yeah, that's uh, that's right. that's uh, you know, to serve and protect. Thank you very little. Um, yeah, that I always found that funny because here in the states, man. You know, people like to think that the police are, you know, infallible and, and not and not corruptible. And it's like, no, it's definitely hidden. No. They're corrupt as These fuck. These people you went to high school with. They're definitely fucking assholes. Like, <laughs> what's it? It's true. That's really, right. that's a really good point, man. They didn't magically become better people after grad. Like, no, like, absolutely not. <laughs> no, true. sometimes they just stay the same shitty people. Like, I'm not friends with one person I was friends with in high school. Not one. I don't talk to anybody. So... I don't know. I, I, some I am, but most of my friends yeah, came say, from I'm work. I'm still in touch with a few. There's you know. a few, but it's definitely not as many as, like, like I mean, I, I did. I know, yeah. I know several people that I went to school with that became cops, and, like, I think they're dicks. Uh, how fitting. <laughs> you don't say. Like, 
like yeah, like the one dude. Uh, obviously not going to name any names, but like he was like the total fucking jock, like fucking dickhead in like high school, and then like oh fucking sweet irony, he became a cop. You know, like oh the jock dickhead became a cop, so he's a jock dickhead cop. You know, <laughs> it's almost perfect. It, it, right? It, it, right, it's almost perfect. Um, <laughs> this uh, Brian, uh, excuse me, uh, Randall. We'll appreciate this story. We had we had a coworker. You can say it now. I don't care. Oh, that's right. You know, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll have an unveiling episode. All right, all right. We'll have an unveiling episode <laughs> <laughs> when we have you in studio because we uh, we got a third we got a third microphone in here. So if we if we get we have enough capacity that if when Chris G comes up here we can have all of us gathered. So well, I'll buy another microphone. Yeah, and Brian Spurrier. I can yes. I can bring my own equipment. As or, well as my own laptop to there you go. accommodate myself. There you go. So yeah, that would I, I would look forward well, to that. We have enough um, to do like ten or twelve people. Even better. Okay. I don't know if we have enough slots on the photograph for the <laughs> for the show. So we're talking like a microphone orgy here. Yeah. So yeah. like you're you wouldn't have to, if you wanted to bring your own mic, you could. Because um, right now we currently only have three in studio mics and three headphones. But um, if we were planning on having more people, obviously, and people were actually showing up more and actually gathering, like, I would purchase it so that way you didn't have to bring it. But, you know. Fair enough. I, I could it's... try to have my buddy that just set up all his podcast stuff, too, if you guys want to do something with him. Did I you know see... he said he's interested. Did you see what he posted? He posted that fucking pirate no. ship for sale. There's a pirate ship for sale <laughs> in Virginia. There's, I'm not kidding you. I, I fucking took a screenshot of it and I got on his ass because I'm like, do you know how to fucking sail? Because that price is reasonable. Like I can I can get that financed right fucking now. No, I'm not kidding you, you because over guns. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. This is a good point. We have a history here. Aha. Uh, he said, uh, "This is it. Uh, this dude, Daniel Corder from uh, Hampton Roads Trash and Treasure." You are looking at a used pirate ship. Very clever. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I'm not even done yet. Uh, Ooh. <laughs> for sale by the owner. I got to get through this. <laughs> like he's going to run with that. Oh, shit. No, that's uh. too good. She is 28 foot long and sleeps four. Built on a 28 foot Carver twin Chevy 305 marine engines, suitable as a floating Airbnb attraction. Ooh, Boats, baby. Uh, yes, boat slip available. Contact and there's a phone number. 9,500 bucks for this fucking pirate ship, <laughs> dude. And they got they, they got the galley on there. And I already told your friend who started his own show. I said, I've got the rating down. I've got the rating down. I've got the stealing down. I can do that shit, but we need somebody to sail the fucking boat. So if anybody's listening and is interested in piracy, there's a guy selling a boat, a pirate ship, down in fucking Virginia. Maybe they, maybe they should just sail that fucker out of that communist state that they passed all that shit. That means we'd have to go right. down through Virginia and get the boat. God uh, damn it. How far out is international waters, though? 12 miles. What is Oh, we could just chill out there. Yeah, we could. I mean, I was hoping to get it into Lake Erie and harass Canadian fishermen. I really was hoping. Like, I no offense to Canada. No offense to Canada. I, I, I we have Canadian listeners. This is not personal, but if I if I fucking see uh, you know Canadian fishermen out there crossing that uh, divide fishing in uh, Lake Erie yellow perch on our side of the line, 
No, I'm just. Hey, hoser. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hoser. You take your fucking hockey and your goddamn curling, and you go back over that fucking border right now, especially with the goddamn curling. <laughs> but yeah, it would be nice hey, to every, sail like, around. Who, who thought of that? Like, hey, everybody. Uh, hey, let's uh, let's get together, yeah, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna drink some maple syrup, yeah, and have some Labatt Blue. Um, and then we're going to go out on the ice with brushes and brooms, yeah? And we're going to have this weighted thing that's going to slide across, and then you're just going to sweep the ice. We're going to make it into a sport, eh? It's just Canadian shuffleboard. I'm in. <laughs> like right. like the fucking Canadian maple syrup and the Labatt, I'm in. Like, I think that, like, <laughs> dude, that is such, like, there's such, there's such, that's a, such a quintessential game. I think it comes from originally from Scotland, but because they got a lot of Scottish uh, people that, you know, here's the part that gets me. This is the part that gets me, gentlemen and lady, is that all of the water in Canada is is property of the crown. And you might be asking yourself, which crown are you talking about? Crown Royal? No, I'm not talking about the whiskey manufacturer. I'm talking about Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth. That's her fucking water, and she's the head of their fucking state. How do I know what this? Well, no, she, it's her fucking water. It's it, it's the queen. It's the crown's fucking water. Yeah, even if it's on your property, it's her fucking water. And my niece just moved up there because she married a guy who uh, works in the oil fields up in Saskatchewan, and she had to swear allegiance to the Queen Elizabeth, the the the, the Queen of Canada. She's the second in England. Holy shit! Yeah, Queen Elizabeth the second is the same Queen of Canada. Like they like she. That's their royal family. They they still have a monarch. I mean, we still have a president, which is as equally stupid as a king or a queen. They don't really do anything important. Like, they're just a figurehead. This is true. I think that their armed forces, like, swear allegiance to the monarch. So if she got froggy, nope, you know, maybe she could do something. They're they're a figurehead that diddles little kids. Yeah, for sure. Oh, Andrew? Yeah. Do they have... Like, does Parliament have to say shit if they want to go to war? Or can she just be like, yeah, we're sending people over? Like, she's she's never, in the modern era, it's never happened. Parliament's the one that the Prime Minister asks for it. And, and which, which okay. begs the question, why the fuck are these people paying tax dollars for that family to do fuck all nothing? Like what the fuck is going on over there? You're you're double dipping here. Like you got the you're paying for the fucking monarch and you're paying for the parliament. Like pick a fucking government and like move on. Like why are you paying for two? I don't understand it. Because it's a constitutional monarchy. Oh, it's gay. Oh, that's an oxymoron though, isn't it? Kind of. What a constitutional monarchy? <laughs> it sounds like it should be. I, <laughs> you know. I I don't know what to tell you about it. That's All, a double dip. Well, yeah, and then she's also the head of their religion. Then they have a state religion. It's the Church of England. What? Yeah, she's the head. Oh. She has supremacy over the Church of England because they split from the Catholic Church when Henry VIII. You know the whole situation with him not being able to create an heir, and he was divorcing like Anne Boleyn, and then you know all this other shit and having him beheaded. Yeah, he would like the Pope. He kept asking the Pope for divorces, and the Pope was like, "Listen, I can't keep cutting you paperwork. Like, you got to stop behaving like this. This is coming from the Pope. Yeah, I, just, I just cut off their heads. <laughs> this is coming from the Pope. So if you're really misbehaving, and the Pope has to step in and tell you something, you must be really doing something fucked up because that guy was fucking everybody and their sister down in Rome. But either way, you know, this is back in the day when the Pope had armies." Okay, and there were like areas like in Italy called like the Papal States, and he controlled those directly. 
and all of the monarchs of Christendom bent the knee to him, including like the Holy Roman Empire, Emperor, uh, the King of France, and all that shit. They all answered to him because he was, you know, the head of the church. So Henry VIII is like, I'm going to start my own religion. It's basically the same goddamn thing that the Catholic Church has, except of, instead of a pope, you have the Archbishop of Canterbury, and the Archbishop of Canterbury answers to the crown. That makes me, when you say Canterbury, makes me think of candy because of the Cadbury. I was literally thinking the exact same thing. That kind of just fucked me up. Uh, let that be your welcome, uh, as Michael It made would me say. think of a bunny rabbit all dressed in a nice suit and chocolate. Well, I, I don't know if that's what goes yeah, on. I hear Cadbury, and I just think Cadbury eggs. <laughs> Which maybe, one? It's just cause, maybe it's just because I'm fat. <laughs> Which one is acceptable? Which one do you guys well, like? Do you like the one that actually looks like it has egg and yolk in the middle of it? The cream. Yeah, the original, yeah. the OG. Yeah, the original, the OG. Man. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. I like, yeah. I like the caramel. They got like caramel ones. Yeah, but the OG one is where it's at. Yeah, the OG one is definitely where it's at. But the caramel and one's not too bad. The caramel is good, but like when you're a dude and you have a beard and that caramel's all drippy, you oh, get it's like a bitch. caramel in your beard. It's a bitch, yeah, Christy. Yeah. And you're like, ah, oh, fuck, now I got a fucking sticky beard. You need to shit. Like, I'll just tell people a cool story. Like, ah, you know, I was eating pussy. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> that sweet caramel pussy. Oh, my. <laughs> right. oh, I don't my. think she needs to see a doctor, man. Like, Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I mean, but hey, listen, yeah. when you got to get in, you got to get in. So. Where the fuck were we? God damn it. We went off on a well, Joe so, Biden. Yeah, we, yeah. We, yeah, we went this, off on a wild tangent. Yeah, we did. There. And that was my fault. Joe I apologize. Yeah, the bet. It's a Cadbury eggs uh, into eating pussy. That's a hell of a trans- <laughs> transition there, let me tell you. Joe would be proud because he can't keep a fucking right. thought straight. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just mapped out the whole conversation there. Yeah, that was beautiful. That was beautiful. So how do we want to do the squares here for Joe Biden shitting his pants and not being president anymore? Um, <laughs> okay, I don't know. So what are we betting? We're betting on how... what what's Joe the... Biden shitting his pants. That's, that's, that's the first square. <laughs> that's the first that, that's, square. That's a sure one. <laughs> well, they're never right, going to um, admit to that. We could say, say he gets voted in. Does he actually make it to inauguration? And then after that, we could break it up into timelines, I guess. Unless you want to do it like month by month or. Well, I was going to do a time frame as far as like, you know, do you think he'll be president for three to six, uh, six to 12? Uh, and then from that point, the duration of the four years or, you know, and then well, you know, I think the tiebreaker would be what is the reason behind his dismissal? Like, you know, yeah, that's when it gets saucy. So. I don't know. Like, what do you guys think? And I think a twenty dollar buy-in is. We have to go to a drawing board. I have a whiteboard. Yeah, twenty dollars is fine. I have a whiteboard. <laughs> we still haven't figured out the fucking jizz lane pool. No, Wes. Yes, we did. Everybody put it in there. Did. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. You... Listen, you guys need to listen. So check this out. I'm going to tell you right. So this is the jizz lane Deadpool. Okay. Now we've hopped back to the the previous episodes. <laughs> <laughs> so. We've got Chris, Randall, myself, and Angel. It's either guilty, not guilty, or plea deal. Chris took the plea. Angel said she's going to say not guilty. And Randall and myself took pleas. So death is a time, the time frame of death when she dies, if she dies. And then uh, Chris said, yes, two months. I think we're at the max for that, Chris. I'm not sure, yeah, though. I, I, um, um, I've already given into the fact that I've lost. So that 20 bucks is out for Chris. <laughs> um, we, I, we're going to have to figure out another way for him to make his money back. I mean, this is only fair. Um, let's see here. Angel, she's not going to die. 
I didn't say that. I said she's not going to die before the trial, and you keep going back to shit I didn't fucking say. <laughs> Whatever. I don't remember any of that happening. Not one word of it happening, uh, and the listeners will agree. All eight of you. Um, <laughs> J- <laughs> Jason, I'm holding out on you. You're the Patreon member. Hopefully you got my back. Yeah, let's hope he does. He's a nice guy. I got The T-shirts are on their way, apparently, so... Those of you that are getting T-shirts, the people included here, including our patron, uh, Jason. Of course, I got a shirt for Sal, too. I got a shirt coming in for Aaron, uh, so I'm pretty stoked for it. Okay, so I took plea, and time uh, the death uh, time frame is one year, so in June. Randall's coming up here. This is going to be, you know, tighter than a red twat hair here. Uh, Randall took plea just like me, and he's July 2021. I'm June of 2021. So this is going to be a, a very tight race. And by the way, if we go back in time to the beginning of this fucking uh, extravaganza that is the used guys in that podcast. So we had bets on when the country was going to open up again. Does anybody remember that? Anybody at all? Oh, fuck. I can't remember what I said, but. Uh, <laughs> I picked February of 2021, and I think I'm wrong. I don't think it's going to happen in February of 2021. There's no fucking way. There's no way they're going to... And, all you know, this stuff I keep hearing people say, well, after the election, the virus will disappear. Well, that's kind of hard. For, like, the virus can't just decide. Like, all right, Joe won. Okay, pack it up. We're going back to the lab we were made in. Come on, viruses. Let's leave. You know, that's it. Our work here is done. It's not going to happen. No, that's when the vaccine is going to come out. I, 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 think, uh, yes. I, I think a lot of people think that mainly just because of how politicized this whole thing's become. It was the perfect opportunity to make all this right. shit happen, but it's not right. like it was made. Like, like all these other countries are just faking it, so we can do this shit. Like, that's what yeah. I'm saying. No like honestly, like if 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 the Rona never hit, like I, I don't think Joe Biden would have ever had a chance. Oh, I I agree with that 100. percent Like there's no there's he, no disagreement. Yeah, there's no way. Like Trump would have 110 percent got reelected if it wasn't for all this. Like how and I, and I guess like. Like it's just like, oh, how convenient, you know. Not that I care either way, because I think no matter who's in office, it's a fucking shit show, and they're a bunch of fucking donkey fuckers. But you know, <laughs> yes. <Hee-haw. laughs> so I guess we'll take some time. If anybody wants to write to the show, you can get at us at info at useguyspod dot com and useguysandthat at gmail dot com, or you can hit us up on Twitter at useguyspod, and that's for Facebook and Instagram, where nobody likes us on Instagram. You can follow us on Instagram, and you're, or not. Most people don't, but whatever. Uh, I'm taking that really personally. Jay, Jay is super sad about like the Instagram being a flop. On Instagram, like it's a real visual medium, but like we're it's, doing audio shit. Yeah, so. it's hard to do that, but some like some people do really well. You know what I mean? But I can't, I can't recruit any of my friends. Like I don't even fuck. Like that's the thing. Our, the audience was grown organically. Like I couldn't recruit like any of like the friends that I have on stupid fucking Facebook because they all disagree with me anyway. They're all posting Boomer yeah. Con and fucking uh, uh, capital L liberal bullshit all day long. They're all epidemiologists. They're all virologists. They're all political scientists. They're all fucking experts on policy. It's like I can't. I, I don't want to have a discussion with you. You know what I mean? Right. Vote blue, no matter who. Oh God. <laughs> Or dude, dude, the worst, the worst boomer con shit is I'm I'm I support the police and I'm not ashamed to to post oh this. Please, re, please right. uh, share it. And I'm like, I would I wipe can't. my ass with I your post. My brain. Right. I shit in your fucking milk, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> 
shit in your milk. Wow, man. Yeah. I've never heard that one. Yeah. God yeah. damn. It, you know what? I can't take credit for it. That's Ernest Hemingway. It's I Ernest. I just keep thinking. <laughs> you taking a shit in a glass of milk, and I can't. It's like a cartoon image. I can't get out of my head. Just like squatting all, over the cup. Yeah, like all angry, like. I was poop. thinking a bowl of cereal <laughs> with milk in it, and here you're getting yeah, like. I was thinking a bowl God of cereal, damn, man. That's strategic bombing there, because if you miss that target of that fucking cup, we're in trouble. Well, you said milk. You didn't say cereal. No, I didn't say yeah, cereal. I, I, I saw a cup as well. See, I, See? I, typically when I think milk, though, I think cereal. Like, <laughs> okay, thank you. Like, like, thank you. Like, usually, like, if I'm having milk, it's because I'm a tubby bastard and I'm having a bowl of cinnamon toast crunch. Mm. That's a good um, cereal. That's a good it, it cereal. Good it's cereal. absolutely it not good for excellent. you at all, and it's wonderful. I I don't give a fuck. <laughs> 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 And it fucking makes the milk taste fucking great. So it does. I agree. It's delicious. I, it does. Like um, fucking everything. Everything's gonna fucking the goddamn air we breathe <laughs> is gonna fucking kill us. So if I want to have some fucking cinnamon toast crunch, don't you dare take that away from me. <laughs> I agree. Now, Randy, right? I, I want to ask you something. Yes. We had a conversation <laughs> in the group chat, and this isn't calling you on the spot. I I wanted to talk about this because when we took those stupid political spectrum tests. Where they put you in the quadrants, like you know, authoritarian oh, like left. Like a month ago. Yeah, like yeah, like you have authoritarian left, authoritarian right, libertarian left, libertarian right. Okay, and we all we all ended up on the bottom. I mean, that's obvious. We all yeah. we all ended up. I think Angel was a little bit more up on the scale, but she was definitely in the bottom two quadrants. Okay, now you ended up more on the libertarian left side, which is not a criticism. I'm not criticizing, but we did talk no, I was about slightly left of center. Yeah, I mean, and that's fine. I mean, that's I'm again, that's not a criticism. But where, oh, no. like, where do we do? What do we do? Like, what is the idea behind environmental stewardship and a stateless society? Like how. How is that possible? Like, do, do market forces come forward and make it possible? Because, I mean, again, the corporations are not going to have the monopolies that are protected by the state. The state created monopolies. So, and the protection of laws that allow them to pollute the environment and shit like that. I just, I'm just right. curious. Like, there has to be some sort like, of market honest, solution. Well, I mean, there's, like, there, there, there absolutely is a solution. So, like, like honestly, like... I, I know I've kind of talked like I'm going to go off on a tangent here. So if I go on too long, just tell me to shut the fuck up. But uh, like I have like a 10 year plan for myself. I told you guys about before where I'm yeah. gonna, you know, like I want like a nice chunk of property somewhere. I'm going to I'm just going to do like I, I have an obsession with fucking tiny homes. Like I don't, I don't need a big house. I don't want a big house. You know, I need land. But I want like the idea of off the grid living like that's an, that's so environmentally friendly. It really is yeah, like, when true. you think about it. So, and, and that's like oh, yeah. to me, like that's like that. I, I refer to it as my anarchist dream, so I can get like as free as possible, like solar panels, you know, backup batteries, fucking rainwater collection, which unfortunately is illegal in multiple states, but not in Ohio. How interesting! Um, oh shit! <laughs> yeah, not in Ohio. So, like, I no feel like that whole here. idea. Like, I yeah. feel like a lot of people could probably get behind the idea of like off the grid living. Especially with the idea or premise that you can still have modern amenities and still have modern things like the creature comforts that we all love. Like, you know, like who, like what are you going to do if you're out in the woods if you can't fucking watch internet porn? You're going to fucking jack off to a stick? Like, Jesus Christ, man. Piece of driftwood, man. <laughs> <laughs> right? 
Man, I feel like that fucking drift will look real good right now, guys. Uh, I, I got to go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. I'm taking this driftwood with me. <laughs> oh, that's rough. Oh. Yeah, but like, I, like, so like, I feel like naturally, I feel like a lot of people who are, you know, like, you know, libertarian, anarchist, whatever, like the idea of off the grid living is extremely attractive. And like I said, it consequently is environmentally friendly like the idea of like renewable energy uh self-sustaining like growing your own food like all of that in and of itself is extremely environmentally friendly so i think it's like a a natural progression so it doesn't have to be like a politicized issue you know what i mean like we don't need some stupid fucking green new deal with these queer ass fucking carbon taxes like you can fucking fucking blow me with that bullshit like, that's just another extortion racket to fucking get money from the people. Yeah. Definitely. That's literally all that is. None of those politicians care about the environment. It just sounds good, and all the people that only listen to the major news networks fucking, you know, fucking eat that shit up because they're stupid as fuck. Like, sorry, you know. Sorry, not sorry, actually, I should say. <laughs> yeah. But, but, like, yeah, like I said, I feel like off-the-grid living is, like, like, for me, that's a goal to, like, get as off-the-grid as possible and stuff that Elon Musk is doing right now is making that extremely possible. Like he said that uh, a, a, a landmass uh, the size, like out in the middle of the fucking, like either in Texas or Nevada, you know, somewhere where it's nothing but fucking shithole desert anyways. Like I think he said like 100 square miles of solar panels that he's developing is enough to power the entire country. Nice. Did he really say that? Yeah, yeah yes, yes. He absolutely yeah, there's said a, that. There's that theory, the... It's like a logistical nightmare, though. It's because if you have to distribute that from the rest of the... Like, obviously, you can spread but, it all but out. If, but if, anybody could, if all anybody could figure it out, it would be Elon. Like, I, think I know he's some, like, people, some He's a good example because it's like... He's one of the people that I feel like just wants to try to preserve the environment. And he's also doing all this other cool shit. But it's like you can't... I feel like you can't trust everyone to be like that. No, so, no. I mean, no, you can't. Kind of but a... I mean, there's all there's always going to be bad actors. I mean, that's life. You know, regardless yeah. of what situation you're in, there's always going to be bad actors. So that's this. That's just a fact of life. Um, well, what about this? But I th- what about this? We I, I know we talked about this before, and I beg your pardon for the interruption. Um, no problem. The uh, Teflon. There's like Teflon. There's there's in our DNA. Yeah. Ninety five percent of the is it the American population, or the world population? I think it's like the world population, but it could just be in America. I don't really remember. We all have like Teflon fucking chemicals in our blood. When they start using nonstick pans, going from like cast iron and iron pans, we they started using the the Teflon coating. Mm-hmm. Like we all have it in our fucking DNA from Dupont. We we all have it. Like we've all like consumed off of it. Like we all have. DuPont chemicals in our bloodstream, like across the, 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 the over ninety percent of the people. So, who allowed DuPont to like you know if we're going to play the game, right? Where the FDA is the one who's supposed to examine these sorts of things and test them, just like they did Oxy. Like I'll never let Oxy go. That one was my favorite one, and I mean that in the most nefarious way possible, because they right. said that it was safe, that it was ninety nine percent addiction proof, and it was quite the opposite. It was almost literally the opposite. Ooh. Shit. You know, like Bullshit. they said they used to make commercials. It's a get back in the swing with OxyContin. You know what I mean? Like you would get back <laughs> oh to your. God. No, I'm not kidding. If you... once again, this is Jay's library checking in uh, Dreamland. 
by uh, I think his name is uh, John Quinones. I think it is. I'm not 100 percent sure the, what the first name is. I definitely know it isn't Pete. Pete didn't write that book. He wrote several other books. Um, <laughs> Jay's Anarchist Library. <laughs> yeah, and this and this has very little to do with anarchy, but this has to do with you know basically the government. Like you're supposed to trust these institutions, which all of us here know better than that. But your average right. citizen doesn't have the time to do the investigation that we do or is being you know, 15,000 hours of fucking public education has taught them to trust the authorities that are ruling over them. And uh, it's the book. The book's name is Dreamland. And it ta- it tra- he traces he's an investigative journalist for the L.A. Times. He did the entire uh, investigation on the origins of the outbreak of all of this uh of the addiction to oxy go ahead go ahead his name is sam quinones boy i fucked that up sam i got the last name right it was 50 percent yes sam quinones yeah excellent book man he traces the whole uh epidemic uh and how it broke out like in portsmouth ohio and down in uh in west virginia and in kentucky all Mm -hmm. these people that worked in the coal mines who fucking suffered and their bodies were broken and uh I, i can't tell you enough how he's like said that even the stupid police could figure out which places were pill mills and which places weren't because the pill mills, you would have a doctor's office and then right next to it, you would have the pharmacy, which I'm pretty sure they don't even let you do anymore. And people would order pizza while they were standing in line and people were fighting in the parking lot and shit. And then the doctor's office would only take cash for the appointment. Yeah. You, um, you can get dreamlands, um, either on Kindle for ten dollars and forty nine cents, or you can get it on um, your audiobook. Yeah, like Audible. Yeah, like Audible for um, twenty dollars and ninety seven cents. Or if you subscribe to Audible, then you can use your credit, or you can buy a hardcover for twenty eight dollars and thirty nine cents on Amazon. All right, thank you for that. You're welcome. I appreciate that. Um, so what I mean, what, the reason why I'm bringing that up, gentlemen, is because if they fuck that up. And they also were the ones that are that approved, like Dupont's chemical, their their Teflon nonstick, you know, safe for consumer use. When clearly it's not. Like I mean, how can well, we, you know, trust them to manage the like you know the, like the EPA for example? They all work for the same boss. You know what I oh, mean? Oh yeah. Do you understand where what I'm coming from? What they're probably doing is like, oh, this level is like a safe enough level that it doesn't do anything detrimental to health or that we don't have any long-term studies on it or something. Right. But then like nobody's actively trying to figure it out. So they can say, oh, we just don't have the like paperwork done on it, but it's like no one's actually doing it. Or mm-hmm. it's like, uh, what year was it when they stopped putting lead in gasoline and or they, t- they removed it and like we stopped taking lead out of fucking everything basically. Yeah, including paint, because, wasn't it? Because, yeah, because that took fucking forever. Um, I can't remember the guy's name. He was literally, ah, oh, shit. He was studying something completely unrelated and then started noticing how much lead was, like, building up in the atmosphere and, in, like, ocean water and shit because of us just using it and then how detrimental it was to everyone's health. And I can't, I think it took, like, 10 years or something stupid like that for him to actually win out in, like, a federal court uh, because he was just fighting these corporations that were like going to lose a lot of money if they had to like process shit and take lead out of everything. But they were literally putting out ads. They're like, oh, there's no studies that say that lead is bad for you or like it's okay to have it in like children's toys and shit like that. But it's like you could have all this information uh, basically proving whatever, but people can lobby against it and then it doesn't, it doesn't matter at all anyway. So it's like all the money they're making from their products 
some of that can just get rolled right back into politics and it can just kind of it'll fuck everyone over but it's still making them money so why should they care fair enough and to answer your question january 1st 1996 the ban of sale of uh leaded fuel began so Damn. that's pretty i mean that's not that long i was fucking 16 you know which I is why even... Six months later, I was I came along. <laughs> God damn, you're a young blood. I'm telling you, Chris, it make you fucking feel old, man. It, it happens right? fast. It fucking happens fast, bro. Ninety six. I was in sixth grade. Nice. I was uh I was a sophomore in high school at that point in time. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. That does wonders for my yeah. morale. Thanks, Randall. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But yeah, no, I just I just want to get your take on that because I ju- I'm trying to find a way that we're something like, I'm not exactly the best at economics, but I know that the market will provide things for people like if there is like if there is a demand, there will be a supply. And I don't know where the idea came from that free market people want to drink poison water or fucking use garbage to, you know, uh, fertilize the right. crops and shit. Like you know what I mean? Like we all pretty much like clean air and we like clean water. Uh, I don't know, and you know the the thing is, is the metric that's used is like, well, if there's no government, well, what's going to stop this from happening? But it's happening anyway. It's happening right, while right. the state is like still it's here. Already fucking happened, right? It's because of fucking big business, corporate lobbyist, fucking lubing politicians with fucking money. Yeah, that's that's essentially it, you know. And it what fucks me up, man. Do you guys you guys have heard of this fucking great garbage patch of the of the Pacific Ocean, haven't you? Oh yeah, yeah. the size of like Texas or something. Fuck, shit. dude. It's a plastic floating island of garbage. Garbage, just plastic shit, and then they find it in the fish, and who eats the fucking fish? And then it goes yeah, down the food, chain. the food chain. Oh my god. And you know, and meanwhile they want you know, you want carbon taxes. Well like, why don't you fucking stop building bombs and shit and invading other countries and take some of that fucking money and go out there and start breaking up that goddamn Pacific garbage patch island the size of fucking Texas or whatever. It doesn't matter if it was the size of Massachusetts. What the fuck? It oh, shouldn't yeah. fucking be there. No, it's huge. Oh, my it God. It might even be bigger than Texas. I think it, like, hold on. Yeah, we have the power of the Internet at our hands, uh, gentlemen and lady. I don't understand why we hadn't looked this up yet. So, Angel, you've heard of this, haven't you? <laughs> right. 1.6 million square kilometers. Yeah. The... So it's... uh. Twice the size of Texas, three times the size of France. <laughs> three times the size of France. Yeah. For our Holy French shit. listeners. That is fucking massive. The Great Pacific Garbage Patch. Yeah, it's... It's <laughs> the garbage patch. It's, gar- I, I, it's, it's garbage. Garbage it's, patch kids, man. <laughs> yeah, I was just getting ready to say we're all fucking garbage pail kids. That, this is true. The, I'm, surprised the, I'm surprised the young blood thought of that. Yeah, did they try to bring that shit back? Is it is it back? Like garbage pail kids? I think back? they did at some point in time, like years. Some of ago, those were but... gross, man. Yeah, some of those were fucking really <laughs> the only nasty. To look I know at. about it's from it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Okay, well at least you're honest. <laughs> okay. okay, at least you're honest. That was like the garbage pail kids was kind of like at the tail end of like you know it's phase when you know yeah. I, I was a kid like it wasn't like a big deal yeah for that like... was like that was like an 80s up what? in through to the early 90s type of thing okay yeah what about the um the, what was it the uh the patch kids what is it the pumpkin patch kids or... cabbage the, patch. yeah cabbage patch. cabbage cabbage <laughs> i knew it was some patch kids. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was like, I, I couldn't think of something. Why would it be cabbage? <laughs> Pumpkin patch, kids. <laughs> I'm going to regain my composure over here. I'm going to pee my pants, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. I'm, oh, man. That was Ooh, a boomer okay. moment I'm and a half. I'm in tears every Oh my god! <laughs> I, could, I, I I thought it was. Why well, was like? like why a, would it be cabbage? Like a fucking communist knockoff. <laughs> it's the Chinese pumpkin version. Pumpkin Pumpkin. They are not pumpkins. They are turnips. They're turnips. Harvested from the cold permafrost of the Siberian winterland. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay, that was good. So this is what's in there. Uh, the vortex. There's a vortex. Oh shit! Categorized by exceptionally high <laughs> relative uh, pelagic concentrations of plastic, chemical sludge, wood pulp, and other debris trapped by the currents of the North Pacific. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's satellite imagery of this. So yeah, this is bad. This yeah. is really, really, really fucking bad. Wow, look at that. Like, I'm surprised. Like, I would laugh like fucking hell if people are vacationing in Hawaii and all of a sudden, like, the garbage patch just, like, migrates towards Hawaii, you know, and they're surfing and shit, and all of a sudden there's, like, one soda bottle, and then there's five. And then all of a sudden, like, here comes the fucking garbage patch, you know what I mean? Like, Godzilla just eating the surfer. That I mean, that would get like, some oh, attention. Oh, no, the pumpkin patch kids are coming for us. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. What that chemical sludge is. Like, uh, stand by. I'm gonna click on the link. They, there's they they actually uh, hyperlinked it. Hold on a second here. Chemical sludge. Um, outflowing of water or gas to a natural body of water from a structure such as a wastewater treatment plant, sewer pipe, or industrial outfall. In engineering, is the steam exited uh, exiting a chemical reactor? So nothing that's good. Absolutely nothing that's good. All bad. No, it's it's for real, dude. Like, the, there's a fucking plastic vortex. Like, I didn't even know all that. Like, I knew it existed, but I didn't, you know, really big. think much past that it's like a huge mass of garbage floating in the ocean. Yep. Like, I didn't know that it it has a vortex. Yeah, it has a vortex. And you know what's fucked like, up? I remember... Go ahead. Oh, what? Go ahead. No, oh, please. I was just going to say, I remember how long it took me to drive across Texas, and it takes fucking forever. So twice as big as Texas. Like, oh, my God. What fucks me up about this whole thing is that I remember as a kid, Chris, I know you remember this shit, man. At the grocery store, I remember the transition. That all the fucking hippies didn't want you using paper because you were cutting mm -hmm. down trees, so they want the plastics. What do you mm -hmm. think is out there in the fucking water? Same thing with the glass. They stopped plastic. using glass. Yeah, there's plastic in the water. All of it's plastic. They bitched about, like, I understand you're not, we're not, we, you shouldn't cut down a fucking redwood forest to make uh, grocery bags. I get that, okay? You really shouldn't cut it down for anything. But they right. weren't. I mean, you're not yeah, going to use that. But the thing that. is, is it's fucking, it's fucking recyclable, and there's Correct. like a whole industry on that. Correct, like, and it's renewable. That like, glass now, too. Like, like that's what fucking, yes, glass. Too. Yeah. No, it's wild. I mean, you can replant poplar trees if you're going to harvest them to make paper right. products. I mean, that's I'm sorry, it's, that's 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 that, that's a fact, but it's I heard legitimately pretty good that for simple. that. 
Oh, you you heard hemp was good for that? Uh, how interesting! That's an entire right. other fucking podcast. We you mean could do. you mean you mean the entire hemp industry that probably could have been booming if the paper industry didn't fucking lobby to have them fucking banned? Correct. <laughs> about, like what was that? Like a century ago? Yeah, and then it goes back further. We're about cotton. They didn't yeah. want they didn't want competition with cotton growing, mm-hmm. so hemp got the boot. You know, they only wrote the fucking Declaration of Independence on the fucking thing. You know, it on, seems like the entire government exists just to fuck up that one plant. <laughs> like, I don't understand right, it. Like, right. Well, where there's money to be made, my friend, that's where you'll find the ass fucking. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. There's yep. no other way to put it. Uh, what else do we have? We, totally... we never even got to do the Jeffrey Epstein pool. So what like so the whole Jeff's dead or no. It's been not, a year. Not, no, I'm Biden. Biden. Sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, there's Jeff, Jizz, and Joe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I right. Jizz and Joe. I know. I know. All right. The triple so, J, man. We can stew on it. We can come back and revisit this uh, Joe Biden pool. I don't think anything's going to happen in the next week. I don't think anything's going to well, happen. No, he's not. Like, there's no election yet, so we have some. No, time. we have some time, but we need to figure. Tune we do... in next week on Dementia in the Cop. <laughs> <laughs> I did want to get to this Rick and Morty thing that I came across that I talked to you guys about. Um, you, and anybody heard this? Rick and Morty co-creator leaves Twitter after 4chan far-right spread old offensive skit. And it's based on a 2009 Dexter spoof called Daryl. And this was two years ago. So once again, something pops up on the Internet. And I, I took the bait on it. I thought it might have been fresh. And it's yeah, not it's fresh. Old. This is very old. old. Now, did you guys watch the, the, the skit or not? Yeah, I I watched it like a long time ago, like whenever, because like it, this, it that all of that popped up during the whole Me Too bullshit because Dan Harmon kind of lightweight got Me Tooed by Megan Gans, um, who was a a writer on Community, uh, which was a show that that Dan Harmon uh, was the oh, showrunner yeah. for before right before now. Rick and, yeah before Rick and Morty blew up. Um, so he kind of like lightweight got me too because like Dan Harmon like went through a divorce and I guess he had like a like a hardcore crush on like Megan Gans and she did not reciprocate. So he essentially made life a living hell for her by being incredibly mean to her and she exposed him for that. And then that's when people found that clip of the whole Daryl thing. And uh, like person, like if you want my honest, like personally, like I, I. And if I get backlash for this, oh, well, you know, I don't think that Dan Harmon's a pedo. Was it an extremely terrible, in poor taste fucking joke that he probably shouldn't have made? Absolutely. I mean, jokes about pedophilia just aren't fucking funny. No, I agree. There's certain things. There's certain like I'm a firm believer, obviously, in fucking freedom of speech and and comedy is all about timing and. And most subjects aren't off limits, but but there are certain things where it's like oh, you should probably watch when you're treading those waters, bro. So I mean, that's my honest take on it. Like, I don't think Dan Harmon's a a fucking pedo, but you know, a bunch of people want to go off on that, and and it was definitely like it was a terrible fucking skit. <laughs> it wasn't funny, and it was a fucking horrible, horrible, horrible fucking joke. Um, but. But yeah, definitely like kind of like old news. That, but that's where all that stuff sp- spurred up from, and then people dug it, redug it back up on Twitter, you know, and then it goes back into the recycled into the news cycle, like it's something new, and all these people just discovered it. Like, bro, like this was in the news cycle like two years ago. 
<laughs> yeah, I felt I, I felt bad because I thought I was like, holy shit, is this happening? And then I immediately found out when I jumped in that it was right. from two years ago. So there's uh, there's nothing in that. I was just curious to say I watched it and I was very uncomfortable with it. I was like, boy, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what the fuck you were thinking making this video, but uh, right. you know, I, I listen. You, you sh- should you be allowed to make very distasteful comedic film? Yeah, you should. I just I wouldn't fucking personally go this route. That's just not for me. I, no, I don't. No, yeah, no, not at all. Like uh, I, the vast majority of people are going to be put off by that. And uh, fair enough. I think consider. I I, I think considering the fact that he doesn't have like a, a repeat history or you know what I mean he doesn't like that's like the one thing that they found was that and it's not like a, like making jokes about pedophilia is like part of his staple and he does it like frequently um and, and you know and it could be maybe I'm a little more forgiving towards the dude because I personally I think Rick and Morty I love Rick and Morty so you know maybe <laughs> maybe maybe I, maybe I got some bias in there like I'm willing to admit that but I I honestly like there's lots of people when I can be like, yeah, that motherfucker's a pedo for sure. But like Dan Harmon, eh, you're gonna have to come up with more proof than a really bad skit. Yeah, I watched you know? that skit and I could tell that you know it was obviously a fucking joke. Like, and I mean, yeah, it was it maybe in bad taste. Maybe I mean, like I'm against pedophilia and all that stuff, and I kind of laughed at it because it, obviously it was meant to be a joke. Like it wasn't. You could tell he was, like, just throughout the whole thing, it was a joke. Do you know what I mean? So, like, it wasn't, like, a a weird, it wasn't like it was, like, super creepy. Like, you could tell it was just right. meant to be, like, a skit, and it was meant to kind of, like, poke fun. And I think that people should be allowed to poke fun at anything that they want to poke fun at. And, you know, sometimes well, I laugh and, and sometimes I don't, you know? And, and too, I, I just also, I don't think that we should get on this bandwagon. Like, it, it's going to turn, like... It turns into like like a, it's going to be like the Salem witch trials all over again, and it really distracts yeah. from like the real problem. Good point. And, I agree. And, th- and that and that's part of the thing that I think is is the problem with the whole QAnon bullshit. And I actually watched a or not watched, but I listened to an interesting. I, I forget the name of the fucking guest, but he was on Pete Canona's, uh, you know, Free Man Beyond the Beyond the Wall podcast. It was just like just this week. Uh, it was either just this week or late last week, but. But he was uh, – his guest, you know, talked about the whole Epstein thing and, like, was breaking it down and talking about it in great detail. And then he obviously – he talked about QAnon and how, like, maybe at first, like, QAnon was right about some things. But as it went on, like, it, it's really ultimately – it's become, like, a disinformation campaign. And, it, and it's meant to make people look fucking crazy for thinking that pedos – like, it, it distracts from the problem because it becomes, like – it gets so far fetched that it's like that people just become completely dismissive of it, and that's the point. Like it's been infiltrated by fucking spooks, you know, and, yeah. and they're putting out. It's a disinformation campaign to make these people look fucking crazy, and it's like just like we were talking about earlier, like with Corey Feldman, how he's been talking about the pedophile ring in Hollywood for fucking years and years and years and years, and everybody like, like, oh, yeah, he's fucking crazy, blah, 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 blah. Well, no, he's not. You know, we all know he's not crazy, but, like, people spread all this din- disinformation, and it, like, does such a great disservice, and that's why I think I don't like the idea of, of cancel culture. 
I don't think people should be bandwagoning bandwagoning on this shit, and, and we shouldn't be turning it into a fucking witch hunt. We should focus on the real problem. We should find the real culprits, which the Epstein documents have probably already provided us with several of these fucking culprits, and we should fucking get together and go after these motherfuckers and put them through the fucking wood chipper. End rant. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a good rant. What hey, you brought up. Go ahead. Kind of like. I think that's one of the biggest shortcomings of the internet. It's like we live in an age where it's like all of the information we would ever need is at our disposal, or like right there at your fingertips. Yeah, it's at your it's fingertips. Like any yeah. asshole could also put whatever out there, and right? it literally and like, just drowns out whatever was true with all exactly. this shit. And it's like you don't know how to tell the difference, and you don't yeah. know where to look. And it's like all the sources that people told us growing up. Like I remember in school, like writing papers when we were able to actually use the internet instead of like just going to the library and getting books. They'd be like, oh, you can only use these sources because they're, like, the credible ones. You can't use, like, Wikipedia or some shit. Which, like, some dude, for no money at all, is doing all this research and putting shit together and, like, all this crap. Like, making sure, like, a lot of it's painstakingly, they make sure that it's accurate. But, like, I guess there was a point where anybody could just go on there and make shit up, too. So, I don't know. Yeah, Yeah, like, anybody can go in and edit a Wikipedia page. Now, obviously, they have, like, a consortium of watchdogs who right. are also most the vast majority of them are also far fucking leftists uh, unfortunately so they control the narrative on things and like not right. to like not to like rage on about culture wars but like anybody that's familiar with gamergate or any of that shit like even if you look up gamergate on wikipedia like they still tell you like oh well, it was a targeted campaign that was harassment against women like shut the fuck up you fucking right, ass and it just clown. depends where you look you get a different <laughs> right? account every it's like no yeah. different than all these different news agencies but it's like yeah. fuck like they're you're never going to get objective anything like no uh-uh, not at all and and it's just like like with the, with the you know the world in its 24 hour news cycle like it takes i think less than an hour for news to fucking disseminate like all across the fucking world like it spreads on the internet like wildfire just like uh what was Whether it last right week yeah. yeah well and it, just like for an example like last week in in fucking beirut with that fucking explosion like yeah like i saw like within an hour of it happening it was all over my twitter news feed like videos from multiple different angles of the explosion like like, oh yeah, it, yeah, it's it's crazy. So yeah, and and that's the world that we live in. Like we're now, like we're in like this post-industrial. Like we're in the information age now. Like that that's that's the the world we exist in. We live in the age of information. Like the post-industrial age of information. That's where we're at. It's funny that you mentioned, um, Rand- Randy, when you talked about writing and you were finally allowed to use the internet to find source material for papers. Um, now when like for in graduate school, you, you don't just type in a search, like, like say you're doing something on the, on the cartel war in Mexico, which is essentially a civil war, right? Let's say you want to do research on like the Sinaloa cartel or the Knights Templar cartel or any of them. Okay. Any of them. You don't just type it into a Google search. First, you have to type in Google scholar. And when you go to Google scholar, you have to pick scholarly articles yeah, peer-reviewed. Peer-reviewed, exactly. They can't be newspaper articles. They have to be peer-reviewed so that their not only their authenticity, but their uh, their objectivity can be vetted huh. before you quote it as a source when you are putting together research material. But who's peer-reviewing this stuff? Like that's a, Well, I mean, once again, this the, the domino keeps falling because either you can stop there and say, well, if this person went to Georgetown Law... And they're having their peers review it at Georgetown Law. Well, they are. Do they have a conservative opinion? Do they have a liberal? Like, 
it's that's why right. it's inc- in, incredibly crucial for people if you get like uh, there's very few free thinkers in academia i think that michael malice has pointed this out thaddeus russell has pointed this out it is a machine to turn out soldiers for the progressive militia that's what michael malice calls it okay because well, yeah, it's a, it's the prussian education system correct correct uh, and and not to question it, it's it's, um, des- it's designed to make quote unquote good citizens yep that's it and that's from that's k through 12 and all the way for your undergraduate degree um, I, I could tell you from the graduate experience that there's a little bit less of that because a lot of the people that are pursuing those gra- the, the graduate uh, diplomas, well, they, they, they're still kids because they're 22 and 23. They're not like my right. old ass that's in the class that fucked up his life and is finally getting his education together. But, um, <laughs> you know, no, it's true. But a lot of progress these progress. Yeah, it's slow and steady wins the race. Uh, but a lot of these kids, they still don't have real world experience and they still regurgitate a lot of the shit they heard as undergraduates mm-hmm. from professors that teach with an agenda. And I know that a lot of anarchists will balk at the idea of getting in there. Like, say you do have you go for a doctorate or you get yourself uh, a bachelor's and you want to uh, teach. I mean, you're like, well, you teach at a private school or a community school. You know, you don't want to do something that's uh, state related. And it's. Well, you know what? Scott Horton talked about the fucking anarcho-communist teacher that he had when he was... It was Thaddeus Russell's first interview with him, and he talked about this anarcho-communist teacher he had in high school that set him on the track that he is now to be such a free, critical thinker. You know, you don't necessarily have to buy the communist bit of it, and I know that a lot of us, you know, are told, hey, stay out of there because you can't receive state money. You can't... Well, do you you want to make an impact? Because if you want to make an impact... Unfortunately, that yes, you could teach at a private school. You could. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I think everybody, uh, not everybody, but a lot of people would prefer to do it that way because I think a lot of the individuals have more control over the curriculum that's being delivered to the student body. But nonetheless, I mean, the majority of people are going to be fucking pushed through public schools from K all the way through undergraduate degrees. So. Is there a time where you bite the bullet and say, I'm going to teach at a university that's public so that I can try to, like we talked about this a little bit with, with Connor Dragatis. Now, he teaches business, and business really shouldn't be political. Uh, you, know, it's, you know, it's pretty simple. You know what I mean? There, there, there really shouldn't be any politics to it. But for if you're going to teach political science, you're going to teach political theory or history, especially history, you know, having a free-thinking background, a anarchist background, a libertarian with a small L, at least instill in your students, you should question even what I'm fucking telling you. Even what I'm telling you, you should question. And the majority of people don't get that. And I think that that is a, a massive shortfall. And that's why, like Chris, like he was just talking about, this Prussian model where you're, you produce, or George Carlin said it, right? He's like, you're, they want mm-hmm. obedient workers. They want you to do yep. enough work to to do to shuffle the paperwork around to fix the machine, and that's it. They don't want they they they, they don't want to hear from you. They don't want you no, to speak up. They don't want free thinkers. No, they don't. So where so where do you draw that line? Do you bite the bullet? Do you get involved? Do you try like I understand like fixing the political system is ridiculous. We, once again, we get into that Menshevik versus Bolshevik thing that Aaron I, was talking about. I was just getting ready to say like fucking. Jade over here sounding kind of like a Menshevik. No. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. It's fucking with you, man. No, it's okay. But uh, I, I don't. I don't think it's. It's not about fixing the system. Yeah, I th- yeah. You think no, if, no, if no, you I, have I, enough I, I, free thinkers, you know what I mean. I, I think yeah. that uh, you you 
you, you can produce more individuals that think for themselves or at least question the official story. Like I had a guy that was in our graduate class. I'm not bullshitting you. He was trying to, he was quoting Vox. Vox. And we all looked at him. All of us looked at him and were like, that's not a fucking credible source. I mean, that's worse right. than fucking C. Like, at least MSNBC is out in the open about it. Like, they're like, no, listen, we're very God. progressive. We fucking, this is the way we lean. But Vox, I mean, Vox fucking is trash. Vox. Dude, trash. that's fucking, they're absolute fucking social Maoist, fucking cultural terrorist fucking garbage. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. But absolute fucking trash. Like you like legit like you're for real. Somebody legit was quoting fucking Vox. On my kid's life. He he was he he pulled Jesus. up Vox as a source and everybody from the uh the professor in our class to the rest of us who've been doing the uh, who've been in the program for a while all turned at the same time, like tilting our heads. Like <laughs> did you really just do that? Like you say know what? And then eventually the <laughs> the professor was like, "Listen, you have to be careful when you're uh, bringing up source material. Vox is not a credible news source." And you, you should no. see the look on his face. He looked at us like, "What do you mean? Well, uh, what do we mean? We mean no. Okay. We mean it's agenda driven uh, fucking reporting. Fucking drivel. <laughs> yeah, absolute drivel. So anyway, that was my uh, that was my time on the soapbox. I'm all tapped out. I've got nothing else." Um, we got a get. We got a couple of guests coming up in the next week. We're really stoked for it. Uh, there'll be more information coming out. Do please check out. We got our blog running. We have uh, our own website, uh, useguyspod.com. Uh, we have the email through there, info at useguyspod.com, uh, and then of course Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, useguyspod. Uh, you can check out all of our stuff is on there. Our Instagram fucking sucks because nobody likes it, but our Twitter is banging. So if you want to hang out with it, <laughs> Twitter is where the cool hanging, kids yeah. hang out. Okay. Twitter's where it's happening. That's where the fun is. So um, anybody have anything else before we wrap it up? Um, no, I just want to say that um, we are still on the YouTube. I am manually uploading the episode so you can listen to us on there. If you don't, know how to download apps because we know some people that don't know how to download apps or know how to play our podcast so you may go to the youtubes <laughs> and you may play us on there um and i just wanted to give an update in regards to the epstein documents that i've been going through um over 2,000 pages worth so hopefully we will have some information between you know one, if not all of us, um, in regards to those documents, probably in the future, just to discuss some things and, you know, you won't be disappointed. So that's all I have. All right. Gentlemen, Chris, Randall. I'm good. I'm good. <clears throat> all right. Uh, well, I thank everybody for listening again. One, uh, you can get us at info at useguyspod.com, useguysandat at gmail.com, and uh, let us know what you think. We also have a Patreon patreon forward slash use guys pod uh if you want if you feel like throwing us a few bucks that would be great that would uh definitely go a long way we also are going to have t-shirt club don't forget to check out our merchandise section it's very nice and if you really want to uh you know raise awareness for uh boating and handling firearms at the same time we are your one-stop shopping spot mm -hmm. please check it out mm -hmm. we got stickers mugs and t-shirts both in black and white we didn't get too crazy we have some extra colors but you know, I like the tradition, especially black. That's definitely my favorite color, right. I would say. So uh, from me, Jay, and Angel the Sound Girl, also a host, and Randall the host, and Chris G the host, 
Thank you very much for listening to this fucking shit show. It was a really good time. Uh, love you guys, and we'll talk to you later. Bye. Peace. Bye. Me! <laughs>